What happens when you change a character entirely, so much so that it alters your entire perspective on the galaxy as you know it? When you change one seemingly small detail on one character's backstory? Well, we have some theories that you might find interesting. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Each week we dive deep into two topics from the galaxy far, far away. We may have confirmation on Obi-Wan Kenobi Season 2, as well as a mysterious new origin story for a fan favorite character. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. I, I just want to jump right into this. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi sucked. I think most of us would agree with that. If you don't agree, though, feel free to leave that hate in the comments and be like, no, it was the best show ever. Please let us know. Love to have our opinions changed on things like this, but yeah, no, definitely not the biggest fan of Obi-Wan. But what does have me excited is there's a possibility for season two. Now, the reason I'm excited for a season two, but did not like the first season, mm-hmm. it seems a little strange, right? Mm-hmm. But we do have, I think there's a lot of things that could make this one better one is andor andor i think has just opened the eyes of so many of what could be star wars Mm -hmm. it makes it a lot more approachable that hey here's a beloved character or hey here's a character that you know from this one movie let's flesh them out and give them even more depth and details and just heart-wrenching moments and i would love to see that with obi-wan yeah i think they failed massively with the first season. I I think it was less a an Obi-Wan Kenobi show and more of a Reva show. But for better or for worse, I think my problem is not with the character of Reva, though I do have some thoughts on that. My problem is more of let's they did this before where they use a fan favorite character to rope in and create a new character. Mm-hmm. They did that with Bo- Book of Boba Fett and they did it again with this one. And I think to an even lesser degree, because while Boba Fett was able to really, there there were Boba Fett moments, there were very few Obi-Wan Kenobi moments in Mm -hmm. Kenobi. (laughs) Yeah, we've definitely probably talked to death about Mm -hmm. (laughs) the characters in Obi-Wan Kenobi. But I would agree with you. I feel like having another season of it, A, extends the life of what Mm Obi-Wan, the show is. It gets into what you would think an Obi-Wan Kenobi show would be. Yeah, it gets into, I feel like it would get into the meat of what they had initially intended it to be. You would hope so after the ending of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Although at this point, they probably used all of their like main points, maybe? Maybe they'll craft something new? I think if it's Obi-Wan, well, let's get into that. Yeah. Ewan McGregor has been making the rounds and has his own theories of what a season two could be. It's not yet confirmed, but Ewan McGregor has uh, has once again said that he would be down to play the character <laughs> again. He says this, I was so happy to do it again and so happy to work with Hayden again, and I hope we get the chance to do it again. I don't hope that him and Hayden get a chance to do it again, because I think if they meet once, that's fine. Uh I don't think it's as groundbreaking as a lot of people freaked out about, like, oh my gosh, it doesn't make sense for them. One, I I would totally agree with that, but that wasn't my problem with it. I think flashbacks to him and Hayden would be good, even though, man, Hayden has not aged quite as well as Ewan McGregor has. Ewan McGregor's aged like a fine wine. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but Ewan McGregor has been going around and, and talking about some of his theories on what it could be. And I, I think he there's been a lot of discussion. Uh, one of the things that was around the discussion around Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, the writer Stuart Beatty said this. And uh, I, I think this is an interesting detail. Commander Cody was supposed to be in season one, but they cut it. Like many other things that mm-hmm. was supposed to be in the Kenobi series or show movie sets of movies whatever that whole background is but quote I love the idea of Obi-Wan having a buddy on Tatooine like a secret buddy Hmm. so that maybe is something that they could tie into with season two with Commander Cody uh, abandoning the Empire and Bad Batch Mm -hmm. I think it would be really awesome to see Cody and Obi-Wan come together again yeah I'm not entirely sure what like to what end mm-hmm. but that would be really exciting to see yeah. and to see what end that would have you know mm-hmm. C- cody almost having like a redemption arc would be mm-hmm. pretty sweet yeah and ultimately come to be like hey obi-wan i know we've had our differences i know i tried to kill you but it wasn't me it was this chip in my brain <laughs> and uh, i've come to remedy things almost i think mm-hmm. could be cool and just to have someone from the old days mm-hmm. back in there and, and have someone that Obi-Wan could connect to, I think, and understands what he's been through, Yeah, I think would be good. I feel like that's the redemption we were looking for in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this, I don't know, like, the first season just didn't quite hit how I would have liked to have seen yeah. it. And I feel like something like this actually could make it really compelling and really mm-hmm. interesting. But mm-hmm. wh- where where could this season two go? Well, right. I think it it could, and I hope it does focus on that uh, relationship of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Yeah, it would have to. And I would love to see more of that on Tatooine Western style storytelling where you have Kenobi that's trying to protect Luke at all costs and do these things where it's making Tatooine a more safe place for Luke to get raised on and basically Luke's la 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 and Kenobi's in the background like doing all these things, learning a deeper connection of Mm -hmm. the Force. Maybe he is going to different locations to get more... Uh, I don't know, like knowledge, strength, connection to the force and and really open up those doors that he closed off for so many years. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to see him connect more with Tatooine itself. Yes. We've seen so much about like these hidden temples and things and rebels and stuff like that. And I would love to see something mm. like that. Um, and even him getting having these confrontations with Jawas and Sand People, like yeah. like how he scares away the Sand People. Why would they be uh, afraid ooh. of him? <laughs> Obviously, something has happened. They know him. They understand. Don't mess with that mm-hmm. guy. Would love to see that. Yeah. So I feel like there's a lot of potential still. And I think there's so much nostalgia around Qui Gon too mm-hmm. that I think and you know like season one had the whole like marketing campaign was around Darth Vader and Obi-Wan fighting off again um, like that was the whole marketing campaign that was on the, the the flyers the banners the trailers all of that was Obi-Wan Darth Vader the connection between those two things I feel like one I felt like they tried to do too much with that mm. but if you look at like you can just see the marketing campaign now like master and jedi returned again like Heck reunited yeah. and then you tie into the deeper aspects of the force because mm-hmm. we haven't seen a whole lot of the force in star wars and especially the new in, disney stuff it's really not in live action yeah exactly mm-hmm. you kind of get it in like the last jedi a bit you you see it mentioned in the rise of skywalker at least mm-hmm. you have the books 
but they they don't dive any deeper into the whole mythology and religion of the Jedi. And they haven't done that probably since the Clone Wars. Yeah. And this would be a perfect opportunity to really dive into more of the mythology around the Star Wars Jedi and Mm -hmm. how is Qui-Gon communicating past death Mm -hmm. and then ultimately learning that power for Mm -hmm. when he fights off against Darth Vader again yeah Yeah. I think that's a pretty awesome story Mm -hmm. would really love to see that that connection that deeper understanding Mm -hmm. of himself and the force and oh gosh yeah there's a lot there that would just be like Yes, yes, give it to me. Straight <laughs> in the veins, give me that. <laughs> yes, that would certainly give him the character growth that we mm. need to see. Like this, that that path from where we see him in the first season to yes, the old the old man, well, but truly like accepted his lot oh, yeah. in life and really saying, "Hey, I am a Jedi. Yeah, this is this is my my duty now mm-hmm. is to protect Luke." help him in the ways that I can without alerting anyone to his existence or his own existence. But I think there's a way that he can totally be the rogue assassin almost or mm-hmm. be the, the the sheriff in town mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Similar to how like Cobb Vanth or Mandalorian, like I think they do a really good job of tying in those really like fun Western experiences with Star Wars. Mm. I guess I mean Star Wars is a Western mixed with a samurai movie. When you boil it down to the really the genres that influence Star Wars the most, those are the two that have done so. I mean, I might lean more towards the samurai movie myself, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you look at Han Solo; like he is definitely the stranger in town kind of mm-hmm. guy. Or the person that's been in town for a while, don't mess with him. Yeah. Literally walking into a bar and then starting a bar fight pretty much. Exactly. Yeah, you get it. You get yeah. it. <laughs> totally, totally Western influence there. And then, and then switching gears, we have the nostalgia around Kenobi. Hello there. I think there's a lot of nostalgia with a, a certain character named Darth Maul. Mm. And we have mm. some very fascinating it's it's kind of news, but it's just a, a like a revealing underneath the curtains around the thought process during the Clone Wars, hmm. and I'm I'm really excited about this. Henry Gilroy, who did uh, some of the writing on the Clone Wars and Rebels, was uh, in an interview with Slash Film, and I, I I want to lay this out first, and then I want to talk about how it could have affected the whole trilogy and the whole series of Star Wars, honestly. Quote, George was considering that Grievous was Maul behind the armor plate. It made sense. He's cut in half and he's in this robot body or whatever. Quote, I'm glad that Grievous is his own thing anyway, but I thought it was interesting that the concept guys almost talked George into that. (laughs) So the concept artists were thinking, I'm like, oh, it could be interesting. So... And I love this. Mm. I think the, the 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 it you could totally see a fan theory. Oh yeah. If Maul uh-huh. wasn't dived as deeply mm-hmm. as he was in both Clone Wars and the Rebels yeah. series, I think you could totally see oh man, I could see back in back in the nineties all of the, the fan websites going around and with the blog posts <laughs> of like, I have this great idea, this theory, what if 
what if mm-hmm. Maul is actually Grievous? It makes so much sense. We don't see Maul anymore, but we see Grievous, and Grievous is this broken thing in this in this armor, robotic shell, and he likes lightsabers, <laughs> but is no longer force sensitive. Like mm-hmm. I could totally see that, like basically mm-hmm. being fueled by his revenge or uh, his it, trying to get to Palpatine because he, he's not overtly fond and as we see throughout that Palpatine is constantly trying to get rid of one Count Dooku and mm-hmm. Count Dooku made Grievous basically I mean if you yeah. look in Legends not necessarily but kind of mm-hmm. if you look at Legends Dooku sent Grievous on these incredibly impossible missions to slowly break him down and try to turn him into a machine Oh my gosh! Yes. that's horrible. <laughs> Not necessarily like he he would, he would plot and set up these situations where Grievous would survive, but he would need some alterations. <laughs> Ooh! If you if you ever oh. need need some like super depressing lore to get into, go check out Gr- Grievous. My goodness, check out on our channel, stuff. actually. We have a, a Grievous deep dive on some of the, the lore around him. But yeah, it's it's messed up. Mm. But I want to ask this. like, yeah. How would Star Wars have changed if Maul was Grievous? Man, uh, I feel like we would have all taken Grievous a little bit more seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Man, oh gosh. I feel like Grievous would have just been that much more layered. Mm-hmm. Like he would still be doing like the school thing, but like behind Dooku's back sort of thing. And then there would be like just all these like different like plans within plans within plans within plans yeah. sort of thing. Like there would have just been this much more sinister, much less robotic, like much more human thinking and yeah. like conniving. I felt like that's what Grievous was missing all along. Like mm. he was just so machine. I think too, a lot of our perception of Grievous comes from the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and the Clone Wars did him dirty. He did. Like honestly, they made him more of um, uh, one. One of the main things is Dave Filoni didn't like Grievous. He doesn't like Grievous as a character, which is why he made the decisions to not put him into the positions that made him look very great. I mean, right. honestly, he's just a coward. And you have the whole thing of Anakin doesn't meet Grievous until the Revenge of the Sith. So you also what? have to have Grievous in the background of all these things. Because remember hmm. in the Revenge of the Sith, he's like, oh, you're shorter than I would have expected. True. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't meet him until that moment. So there's a lot of like <laughs> things that they have to do in the background to make hmm. it to where Anakin and Grievous never actually meet. Hmm goodness i never thought of that yeah wow if you ever go like when we do our rewatch through uh-huh. the clone wars again mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to take note of that like oh yeah mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. not the star wars is beyond changing things up because no. there was that line with obi-wan and darth vader like uh last i saw you i was but the learner and now i am the master mm-hmm. kind of thing and then you look at the kenobi show no, they've met again. And they met again. Right. And was that really true? I don't know, but kind of, but not really, but kind of. That ultimately wasn't the case, but I think it's a fun thought process to theorize what a Star Wars trilogy would have been like mm-hmm. if Grievous ended up being Maul. What are your theories? 
I think it would be fascinating on the whole, let, let's just say this was, okay, so this is in specifically in the discussions around the Clone Wars, where they do bring Darth Maul back. And I think it would have changed a lot of the Clone Wars mm. in particular. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine uh, a world where they, they, they did such a good job of redeeming Maul through the Clone Wars and doing, I, I think, the deeper levels of just like fandom around Maul and Grievous would have been fascinating mm-hmm. to see. I think the stories that they would have told would have been much, much different. And then you look at the whole relationship between Ahsoka and Maul. Mm. What would that would what would that have been like if it was between Grievous and Ahsoka? Mm. I think that would have been wild. I don't think there would have been this whole like the the relationship between Ahsoka and Maul is very fascinating because they work a lot together, mm-hmm. but also against each other. And I don't think if Grievous and Maul were the same character, that they would have done that. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't think Ahsoka would have even, like, considered it. No. <laughs> She'd have been like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're a gross robot thing. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. It's funny to think of that kind of prejudice. and mm-hmm. that, That's fascinating. Yeah, even though Maul is half robot yeah. with his legs and all that. But just because he has a face. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing around Grievous not being Force-sensitive, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm. fascinating. Like, what does it look like when you're so beyond, like, who you were originally with the character of Maul? You've fallen down the shaft, you've gotten your legs chopped off, and now you don't even have a connection to the Force anymore? Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting to think about, too, just from, like, the Force side of things. And, like, M- Maul, later on, like, once he's put back together again mm-hmm. sort of thing... He's always kind of struggling with this madness within yes. him. And I feel like he wouldn't have become this almost like philosopher kind of guy uh-huh. <laughs> if he had become a grievous instead. Like, I feel like he would have been so much closer to his madness than. Because mm-hmm. well, he lost, he would have lost all of his humanity like right, he did right. when he became Spider Ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to lose your humanity as well as your force connection. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like, that's severing too much. Like yeah. It, there would be no coming back. So he would have been more like a joker, almost. Like, this kind of, mm. like, chaos His, this god. Madness. Yeah. I, th- I think because of the Clone Wars being made after the end of the prequels, I think that would be fascinating, too. Because we do see Grievous get killed by Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. How uncivilized. <laughs> But how much more rewarding would that have been mm-hmm. if that was Maul, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, man. But Because they, they do have that back and forth, and mm-hmm. we ultimately see that in Rebels where we have that moment where everything comes to fruition. They have that standoff, and it's the end of their arc together. Yeah. What would that have been like? Like, what is that emotional moment in Rebels if Grievous had already been finished off? They can't bring him back again. Right. Yeah, no, it would have been totally different. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think that was such an emotional part of Rebels too. Yeah, that that, w- that show would have been a lot less interesting if you didn't have that whole Obi Wan and Maul arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was making me glued to it for most yeah. of it. So, uh, <laughs> and they keep on cutting in between the two. Mm-hmm. Like, I th- uh, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating. It's a, it's one of those it's one of those fun discussions of like a what if mm-hmm. and having it 
so far after the Clone Wars has ended and the prequels were created just have these little pieces of like deeper thoughts and discussions that were happening within Lucasfilm and George Lucas and him coming out of retirement to work on the Clone Wars is fascinating. It's it's really cool to think about the different thought processes during the creative journey with mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the original, Maul was going to be a woman at one point and was going to be completely different, more towards like the, uh, was it the Witch Sisters? Mm. On Death, sisters of Dathomir. That was uh, originally he was going to be more of like the Sisters of Dathomir kind of thing. And then they brought in this different character design and you look at like all of the different concept art and what that could have been like. And if you look at that in terms of like the even the sequel trilogy, the concept art for what was originally going to be the last movie when it was directed by Colin Trevorrow it was going to be, there was a lot of interesting pieces there. But if you also look at the rise of Skywalker and its concept art, there's some interesting pieces there too. <laughs> so you can't necessarily judge the goodness of a thing based on the concept art. Right. But it's fun to look back at that and see all of the different moving parts and the different thought processes that they had while working on it. Just to theorize what could have been Mm -hmm. and how one little thing could have changed the whole of like three different shows. Yeah, because we're looking at if (laughs) if Maul and Grievous were the same person, that's impacting Ahsoka's whole arc, Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi's soul arc, Mm -hmm. his relationship to the whole force. Mm Mm-hmm. The madness within changing Grievous's character entirely, mm-hmm. like just that one change, could have changed Star Wars, just about Clone Wars, Rebels, because that would have affected um, Rebels, mm-hmm. and therefore would have also probably affected uh, Mandalorian because mm-hmm. of what his role was in the Mandalorian. Yes. Huh. <laughs> yeah, there is true the whole uh-huh. history of um, the dark saber and Darth Maul. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, a whole there. different part yeah. too, because there is that whole arc of Ahsoka and Maul on Mandalore mm-hmm. fighting over the dark saber with the Mandalorians uh-huh. and that whole sect of people. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that Maul gets himself into. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I think it's interesting. We we talked about Maul possibly having his own series or something along the sides with that with Crimson Dawn. And you could totally see that as being like, I would love to see that. But I I think there's a lot of people out there that are looking at Maul and like, we've heard his story. We've seen his story. We don't necessarily need more of it, which I think is an interesting change. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think he is such an impactful character and has weaved his way through so many different moments within the Star Wars galaxy. Truly, like almost all the way through other than the original series. Mm-hmm. Or- yeah, dying in Phantom Menace to having a huge impact into what Mandalorian is covering mm-hmm. and to Soka and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Qui-Gon Jinn and all of these different moving pieces is wild to think about as a character that was on screen maybe four minutes total (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i think 
they did such a good job of fleshing out his character and something like i saw i was reading an article and they were talking about how in clone wars they brought back a character maul and made an incredibly fleshed out and interesting storyline with him mm-hmm. And then you look at Palpatine and how they did none of that when bringing mm. him back. Yeah. So you look at the victories of bringing back a character that was once dead. And then you look at you look at Maul and doing that fantastically. And then you look at Palpatine and Rise of Skywalker and looking how poorly they did that. I think it's fascinating how you can have these different, the same decision yield very different results from the intention. Because mm-hmm. I think the team both George Lucas, Dave Filoni, all of the people involved did a very good job of making that decision make sense and work within the boundaries of the Star Wars universe. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Let us know your thoughts, though, on all of these details and secrets that are coming out. Would you like to see Obi-Wan Kenobi Season 2? Would you like to see a... Qui-Gon Jinn moment do you want to see more of what we saw in the first season let us know in the comments below and what's your theory what would have happened if Maul and Grievous were the same person I think that's just fascinating and just like a mind loop of like oh my gosh that would change everything uh-huh. let us know in the comments below contact at uplinkpodcast.com and hey check out our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts if you're listening to this on YouTube. Check us out. You can start the podcast on YouTube. Listen to it wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all the fun places. And hey, if you're listening to this right now, we do a video version of the podcast where we have quotes, references, all kinds of fun edits and that kind of stuff that you can see visually. So hey, check us out. We'd love for you to join us and check out the YouTube channel with all of our clips, content, exclusive stuff there. I think it's a a fun time. We're going to be doing some fun stuff coming up here soon. More streams are going to be happening as well. Hey, thank you for watching. As always, may the force be with you.